Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Hi, everyone. So today, I channel. I channeled on the podcast for you guys. The guides have been kind of bugging me since last week. And then I said to Carly, let's just do it. As you always hear, oh, Coco was just in a channel. Now we just let them come through and we're going to probably stick with this format so that you can feel the energy of the vibrational experience and the committee. And then we'll kind of just break it down with the rest of the podcast. So notice that my voice doesn't really change. I do kind of rhyme and talk a little bit differently. Um, but in the sense if you've had a guide committee reading with me, or you've experienced me in channels and stuff, you will notice that it's, it's not a huge shock unless you're seeing me in person. Um, and unless I'm in full living portal where my mannerisms and my voice and everything change. So take this in and really, really listen to the first part of the committee and really feel that energy versus judging it, feel it inside of you because this is a vibrational experience and it is potent and it is life-changing and they always give such good metaphors and the way that they speak is is quite beautiful. So this is a really good episode to see where you are in your awakening. So we kind of broke it down in what I was given kind of like categories to help you understand where you are and how you kind of like move up. And then also we talked a lot about like the the mistruths and the, like the teachings and all the things and like what the fuck do you do? Where do you go? Like all the questions about, you know, you're so overwhelmed. You feel like you want to start changing and transforming and and really connecting with your higher self and all the things but it's overwhelming and then um, the last part is we broke down again in a practical really interesting way like what your ego is because I feel like we talk all the time ego 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 and now you're seeing that word like everywhere in mainstream media but like what is that exactly and we break it down so Take it all in. This is this is the new Coco and Carly. And, um, you know, I just also want to acknowledge myself as somebody who was terrified of their light and gifts and a year ago at this time would have been terrified to channel out to the entire world. Um, I did it and I don't care. This is who I am and... <laughs> This is why I'm here, and this is only the beginning, my friends. So enjoy it, and enjoy the light, and enjoy the energy that's coming through for you. Who's here? Carly. Uh, recording? Yes, we're recording an episode of our podcast, Soul Rehab. Give us a second. Okay. We are the committee coming through. We would define ourselves so that it would make it easier for you. 
to many, it might seem weird or off that we are coming through and talking to you, but we ask you to breathe and really, really feel the energy you see. That even though it is words that you hear, it is not the words that really appear. It is the energy that is felt. This is the vibrational experience that needs to be had so that you can move forth on your journey and everything we have. You have to understand that we are an energy, just like you, that is here to guide and to support and to help you. We are here in every way, in every form. We are always around. It is hard to explain, but this is what we are here to do. We want to come through in this way to really be a direct connection that can be felt through Coco to you, to understand that this is how the world needs to be and really understanding that energy is everything you see. Energy is the basis of the entire creation of your reality. Energy is who you are at the core. Energy is the food that you eat. Energy is the radio station you listen to. Energy is the phone on which you speak. Energy is everything in your visible reality you see. But up until this moment of time, most of everybody has forgot over time that you come into this body, that you come into this form and you look into the mirror and you say, oh, that's me. You color your hair, you decorate your house, you drive a vehicle, you do all these things that you think are just part of being human you see. And you just live a life, a creation of life by what the reflection in the mirror tells you about this life. And everybody else that you meet and you talk to and you share life with, they interact with you in the way that they have been taught and the way that they remember and the way that they've been told until one day something inside of you lights a match. It's like a spark. It's like a match, a flame. It all of a sudden becomes lit. It's like that flame in the fireplace or the furnace when it becomes summer to winter and all of a sudden there's the flame. That is the energy of you waking up to the core of your soul, of remembering, of remembering who you truly are. And we will tell you that it is a fight. It is a battle for many of you because the ego, the mind, the beautiful gift that the human has in this life gets forgotten, gets told by many, many, many things and programming and conditioning and your lineage and all the things that you are wrong, that you are just the human that you see in the mirror. But everything inside of you, my dear, everything inside of you is who you truly are. And one day that light in the furnace goes back on and you're like, but wait, you're telling me that I've always had the power to light my own light, to remember who I am, to provide myself the heat, to feel warm, to be all the things that I need to be. All of that has been inside of me. And so all of a sudden, it is like you are a tower. You are a skyscraper. You are standing above a city that has been built and it's been your own. And you're standing above that city as that 
tower, that skyscraper, because that was how you were built. That was how you were told to go. And you're standing tall in a city below that you created. And you're like, I don't even want to be here anymore. Why am I even here? What is all going on? And all of a sudden, step by step, you dismantle that skyscraper and you start over because you are not the external. You are everything inside of you. And that is when an awakening begins. And many, many, if not all of you that are listening to this are beginning to rebuild your skyscraper or you're realizing that the skyscraper even exists. And in this moment, we are bringing you back to the basics, bringing you back to the beginning, making you really, really feel the energy of who you are within. Because in a world that is vast with many, 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 many human beings with egos and with lessons and with soul journeys, so many people are using the language to, uh, how would we say it, use an agenda of a different nature that doesn't really align with the truth of their soul, but it gets confused, it gets foggy with their ego. So we are here to teach you how to really, really remember who you are inside in your soul and how to know and how to navigate all of this in this world you know, because it is felt. You cannot teach who you are. That is the light inside of you that you have to turn on for yourself. You have to remember that. That is not any language, any teachings, any words, any slideshows, any TV shows, any type of typing out words that is going to make you ignite the energy of your soul. Now we understand that things are overwhelming at times and confusing and we love the word that Coco says so many times when people are like, okay, that's weird. But what makes something weird? It makes you feel weird because it's new. Weird happens because it's new. Weird is a stirring inside of you against everything that has been told to you. When you feel the contrast you term that as weird because your ego does not know what else to do. Your ego does not want you to remember the light with inside of you. Your ego does not want you to align with your higher self and your core truth. Your ego does not want you to live your life of pure abundance and freedom and joy. Your ego wants to keep you small and keep you on the merry-go-round of this life. Ego wants you to stay the way that it is so that it can control. Ego does not want you to understand anything more than what you've been told. Take that in and understand that that is the journey that led you here. That something has been stirring inside of you for your entire life, yes. But strongly, strongly, something has been leading you here to say, you know what? There is something more than what I've been told. There is something more in the root of my soul. And that is that flame, that furnace light that has been very dimmed, but now it is flickering because it has been light. There is a singular moment 
in every single one of your guys' life where that light all of a sudden flicked on. Something triggered it, whether it was pain, whether it was loss, whether it was a change or trajectory, something triggered it. And when that light goes on, it's almost like all the flies and all the moths and all the things see that light and start coming towards you. And then it's the journey of you recognizing what is the truth. What is the truth? And that is where you are right now. There is so much information that is coming towards you. So many things that you are trying to look for and so much quote unquote proof that you're trying to search for. Because in the stage that you're at right now, you look to be saved. You look for the checklist that will tell you how you're supposed to do it and what to do. Because that is the journey of dismantling the ego. Because until you get to the point where you realize that you've always had the control and everything, everything inside of you is the truth and everything else is just what you have been told. We are the committee and we are coming through to talk to you. We thank Coco for being the portal and dismantling her ego all those years ago. It is with great purpose and great regard that she's here in this life to really spread the truth of what it means to be a soul living a human life. An example, a state of being in a world that so badly needs to remember and know. This is when everything changes. This is the trajectory, trajectory when everything goes. You will see how just by listening to the vibrational experience of our words and the words of Coco and Carly, that something will click just like this over time and activate the truth of who you are in your soul. We are so, so grateful to be here and back. This is a beautiful time in earth and there is nothing to fear when you are connected with the truth of who you are, my dears. Okay, it's me now. <laughs> <laughs> It's Car me. Carly stopped the recording and now we just uh, started again and I'm like, I open up my eyes and I'm like, oh, am I back? And she's like, yeah, when you kind of like collapse. <laughs> I remember it was when you dropped. When you dropped, I, I, dropped, I, I knew that recording. the energy had left you and we could go. <laughs> I mean, to us it's normal, but I, know, was, was... I know that you guys are probably like, okay, these girls are really going to a next level here. It's really funny because... <laughs> Uh, after all that and she goes well was it good and I'm like it was basic and then, I'm, then my ego's like or no that I'm like check your ego Carly because that was probably the first time one I'm sitting here and I have conversations with these energies all the time yes. so like I'm just so nonchalant when I'm they're, like, yeah. they're her friends yeah. she's used to it and then I'm like oh when you drop it turn it off like it's no big deal but like I understand if you were also to see it, it would be a very different story. So yeah, I'm very aware of that. Because also if you have sessions with me distance wise and like a lot of my sessions, you don't, um, you don't start with one-on-one. -on -one, so you get a recording from me and it sounds exactly like that. Well, or, that's exactly what's going through my mind when you were with, not you, when they were speaking, I was like, this is exactly what recordings sound like. Yes. Because the committee or your committee or someone who's passed away or your higher self, like it all takes over me and comes through. I mean, obviously, um, 
Carly and I communicate with like a lot of different energy. So my voice changes, mannerisms mm-hmm. change and stuff like that. I wasn't through full living portal right there. No. And like also it's, like it's half and half the, the what you probably would do. You know what? Let's, let's explain what the committee is. Cause they're okay. probably like, what the heck was yeah, that? Yeah. Cause yeah, like yeah. it sounds, it sounds like you, but all of a sudden you're rhyming. Like what yeah, is this yeah. all about? Okay. Yeah. So the committee um, is a collective consciousness of energy is how I see it. That, guides us on our mission here our purpose here so who came, who just came through was that your uh committee or is that just the overarching committee for energy in general i feel like it's the over that that because we weren't talking about specifically yes. me or specifically you it wasn't yes. like our individual committee yeah so when i channel for somebody who wants to have a guide reading, I access their committee's energy, right? So, so everything is then focused on that person because these guide committee members for that person are basically, what do you want to call them? Guardian angels, the energy that overwatches yeah, you. Yeah, whatever label you that yeah. you, your mind can attach to understand that, use that label. You know, other people who do channeling work, you know, they have like, they have labels. Like I know like Lee Harris, his is called the V's, you know, (laughs) Abraham Hicks. If you follow her work, she's basically a me. Um, Abraham Hicks is her energy that comes through and takes her right. Mm -hmm. Um, Chiron is another one where he has his, his human name and then, you know, Chiron. Right. So uh, everybody kind of has the way that their energies come through and represent through them. And mine is just called the committee. And that is how I communicate. And I have talked to so many different energies. Like, I mean, the Palladians, I mean, we've been (laughs) like, the list goes on (laughs) of the things that we have talked through, but consistently it's always the committee. Yeah. And so when we channel for the podcast, what you just experienced is usually what happens every single podcast. So they will give Carly the lowdown or we'll talk about things and then we break it down. So now we're just going to start incorporating my channels in here so that you can also feel the energy and feel the vibrational experience because honestly, it is felt. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, the committee is a, is a collective consciousness of energy that comes through and kind of just you know, uh, explains and talks about energy in such a profound way. And I'm just going to pose this question because I feel like it's something I can feel it's on everyone's mind. So we have the guide committee that comes through. Obviously it's a light energy. Coco, can you be possessed by a negative energy? No. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's clear that up. Honestly, in my very first beginning, when I first awakened in 2016, I was fucking around. I was like right away. Um, my mentor at the time who had been awakening with me, um, we were fucking around and I was in this room. If you've worked with me, you know that I can walk into any energy of any space and time. And I was in rooms that I shouldn't have been in. And I had what I call a boo, which scared the shit out of me because it's not meant for fun and games. Like we're mm-hmm. not going to sit here and be like, Hey, let's go access Oprah yeah. do that stuff. Right. And, um, I needed to learn the hard way and I needed to be scared to really take my gifts seriously and understand the purpose of my work and what I had to do. So yes, in the beginning I was like, Oh my God, I am not doing this. Mm-hmm. If all of a sudden I'm laying in bed and somebody's going to possess me. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to understand that there's so many fucked up old new age bullshit constraints and untruths about so many things and so many people have been feeding the wrong misinformation for so 
long about so many things you know like as a kids we all watch the exorcist and all that so then we get conditioned and programmed to Mm -hmm. think that somebody like me is being possessed by the exorcist well yeah especially when we say (laughs) oh when you dropped I turned off the recording like that's so it's not it's not like that I mean it's noticeable it's noticeable and and it's felt like when when Coco's here like now we're talking uh, you know there's a feeling in the room and and when the committee or another energy comes through like you're look we always say this you're looking at Coco and you're like okay physical body I'm talking to Coco but you know you're not it's a feeling like the energy of the room shifts and it changes and and that is the whole this is the new earth this is the new energy I am Carly is my team we are new earth energy here's the thing until something happens in life humans think it can't be done you know Mm -hmm. humans disbelieve that you know you can do the earth is flat yeah all the things right oh why can't you grow your own limb until that happens again everybody just debunks it yeah everybody wants the proof until all of a sudden you know at the end of the decade i'm mainstream you know i'm a household name all those things and people will be like oh well they're just like coco they're you know it's it's relatable yeah you know you would have said 15 years ago that reality tv like what is that like who wants to watch someone on a desert island now it's like we're watching the kardashians and like their 20th season you (laughs) know it because facebook instagram all the things you know steve jobs he would have been debunked like crazy Mm -hmm. but the people that that shift and change the world are the ones that are called crazy Mm -hmm. because it is so different and out of the norm than what it is there is no rhyme or reason logically for the explanation of the axis of energy and the work that i do there just isn't and i've given up trying to put labels to it and explain it's felt Mm -hmm. period and there's a lot a lot of energy right now Mm -hmm. that is trying to sell yes that is trying to sell out of fear that's something huge that i have really awakened to in the Mm -hmm. last week um other people who i would say are in this realm you know they play a good game well and what we were talking about earlier is you need to become very aware that if someone is truly doing the work, ultimately what they're doing is they are emptying their cup of their old life, their old programming, mm-hmm. their old beliefs, and they're refilling it with this 5D energy. Whereas these people that are selling, like what we were just talking about through fear or through you know knowing the language yes. and whatnot, what they are doing is they're not emptying their cup, they're just adding another layer to it and adding the spirituality language on top of who they were before. So they're not really emptying out or doing the work. Well, it's just like the committee just said, it's the skyscraper. So you're the skyscraper in that city that you have built. So using me as an example, I was the skyscraper in the fashion world. Mm -hmm. Okay. I had built this huge life, all the external things that you've heard about in all previous podcasts And, you know, eventually we'll do a whole podcast on this journey. But for the meantime, I was that skyscraper in that city. Yeah. Now, I, first of all, lit the bottom of the skyscraper on fire. Oh, she burned down. There's no skyscraper left. And then the whole skyscraper started on fire from the bottom up. And then I sat in my city. No, let's be honest. I sat on the pile of ashes. Like in the ruins in, of it. In the ruins in my city that I had built. Looked around. Nobody was around. Everybody had fled because the yeah. skyscraper fell down. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. What the fuck did I just do? Yeah. And then that's when I dismantled my ego. And that's it when up. I cleaned it up. And I really, really, really made hard freaking decisions and I cleaned my whole entire not only my external 
but my internal, like my external, like every piece of clothing, like mm-hmm. everything that just was part of that skyscraper. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like the committee just said, when that light in your furnace turns on, that's when you start remembering that you're that skyscraper in the city mm-hmm. and you cannot redecorate the skyscraper. Well, you can't build on top of it. Where are you going to go? You got to start at the foundation and create a new foundation. And so what's happening, and it's really wild right now, and you guys, it's nothing when compared. You, when you're conscious, it's insane. It's insane. And it's, you see and, it everywhere. And, and I'm actually like shocked because like I, we just talked about somebody that I had been following for the last year. And last year, when I started following this person's like weekly stuff, um, I just recognized just before we got on that I wanted to be saved. Mm-hmm. because I was in that energy of like, what do I do? And all these things. So every, I just need to know that it's going to be okay. Someone I need to tell know me. it's going to be okay. Yeah. And when I think back to a lot of the things that I listened to this person's work, um, the only things that stand out to me was like when they said like, this week is going to be amazing mm-hmm. and all these things. And so I was like, okay, okay, okay. Because I was taking that language and you know, using it to soothe my ego and my wounds because that person sells on fear and has really good, the illusion is they have really good pockets of nuggets. Yeah. That's what draws you in. Draws me in. Your soul feels that. Yes. Oh yes. Okay. I'm aligned with that. Yes. Yes. The, 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 the pockets. Yes. Not the full. But then what I said to Carly just now, my revelation was none of what that person was teaching is what caused my ascension. Got or me or my what ascension. you still work off of today, really. At all. No, because the the people that I would call, quote unquote, my mentors, who are ascension mentors, their teachings is felt. And, and it's free, might I add. And it's free. <laughs> and any courses that you do take with them, they're like under $100. They've yeah. been doing it for 20 years. And their words are just so authentic and they're felt. And I would take it and then I would go in and look at that match. Right. And I would be like, or that flame, sorry. And I'd be like, okay, okay, I see what they're saying. Whereas the other person that I listened to, because I only listened to two people in the last two years, in the last year, was words. And I never took anything that person said and did it internally. It was to save me. It was that language. It was like... You know, but if, the other if person would tell you things too. They would like almost scold you. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is how it is. I told you this is how it is. See, I told you so. Yes. So today, I think it's like really, really important for one, for all of you to realize a few things. First of all, it's like you're not alone. Okay, you're not alone because I know a lot of you feel alone and you feel like what the fuck is happening and you know, you go onto social media or you go onto all these things and it's getting rampant like it's like, oh, I pulled a tarot card so this is what's happening and all the different things and you don't know which way to turn and what to do and and everybody's looking for something like a checklist, somebody that can help me, that can save me, that can tell me how to do it. And honestly, it's exactly like the committee said, it is felt, it is internal. And when you birth that out energetically, everything shifts. Mm -hmm. And I know how alone I felt. I felt so alone and my entire life, I always knew that there was so much more to my human self. 
And I think I had just said to you last week, and I hope that this resonates for a lot of you, was it was like every single time in my life, like I remember, you know, at 21 having this like huge career and then I was like, but this is it. Yeah. Like I could always feel this like rumbling. I don't even know how to explain it, but like when I actually went in internally, something was always stirring in me. Like it, it felt like a, like a merry-go-round, a Ferris wheel. Like it was always turning and it's like, I always was like, nothing was ever good enough. Yeah, you're always like disappointed. Really? This yeah. is it? Really? Yeah. So it's like, oh, I would go and buy the next thing or do mm-hmm. the next thing. And it's like, oh, you're really excited in the store. And then you get home and you're like, okay. Like everything Buyer's is dark. I feel yeah. like you went through that too. It's like yeah. we we're always searching and searching and searching and searching. Yeah. And the external validation is just insane. It's insane. Well, it's like people always talk about like they love the chase. Yeah. It's like, don't, you don't need the chase. Like the chase is another like well, we ego love, trick. Well, we love the pain. Yeah. Like that's a big topic that's going around right now um, within our circle is like the partners in pain mm-hmm. and that cycle, that vicious cycle of like, you're searching out for it. Yeah. And we live that, <laughs> we live that for, oh gosh, like when it's just, it's so overwhelming. So we want to say like, we understand if you feel alone and you feel lost and you feel like, okay, I've been listening to all their podcasts and like, it's, it's, it's triggering me in my, in my soul. And I'm feeling this rumbling and all these things, but you're now kind of like, I just don't know like what to do. Or like the voice in your head goes, nothing's changing. Yeah. Like we've been saying like the physical, yeah, the physical manifestation is still the same, but it's, that foundation of your skyscraper that we're trying to change. Yes. Right. And how we do our work is not by the words. It's not by the, and it's not an overnight quick fix. Anything worth getting, we were just talking about this, takes time. Yes. So it's going to take time. And so for you to transform and change your life, number one, you have to remember, number one is that you have that flame. And then once you remember that you have that flame, and honestly, you wouldn't be listening if you didn't start. Especially episode 22. Like, yeah. this, we would have lost you a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> you, you are aware that there's some sort of flame. So now what you need to understand is what do you need to do to burn that skyscraper down, essentially. Because you could either burn it down or you can literally, like, renovate the whole entire inside and, like, keep the shell. <laughs> But honestly, no, don't do that. Honestly, Total demo, demo yeah. day on uh, Fixer Upper, my favorite show, is always their favorite day. Yeah. So let's bring demo day to yeah. like us. <laughs> so you need to demo. You need to demo and you need to figure out what that is and how that is. And honestly, it is sacrifices, it is decisions, and it is choices that your ego is not going to want to make. And it's, and you know what all of those things are. Like, that's the thing too. People come to us and they're like, well, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. And what we always say is you just start. Like, you know, you know, the relationships that are no longer serving you, you know, the pieces of your life that need to be changed. You're just not doing it. Well, and notice what you talk about the most. Yes. So Scott always, um, says this to me. He has been saying this our entire relationship, like before I was even awake, he'd always be like, you have been talking about how much this person is upsetting you every single day for like two years. So when are you going to wake up and realize that you need to stop having this person in your life? Right. 
Right. So to strip that down for you, it's coming to me right now that like people don't even know what their egos are. So I'm going to do a post on that, that later this really week. That is a really good point. We always talk about ego, but like, what is that? Yes. Yeah. And it's, I'm doing, um, I'm doing a big, huge post on that on my Instagram, but I think Carly, we should talk about what the ego is. So the ego is, um, not the person that drives like growing up it was like oh he's such an he's ego he's driving that like fancy car yeah or like like, he's such a jerk his ego is crazy he thinks he's the best at everything yes okay yes Yes. that kind of is ego but (laughs) you know what it is it's that energy inside your head yes so when we would used to say that it would be like the personification of the energy we're talking about yes okay so ego your whole entire life you live this life as a human Um, born to your parents and you live within like your family unit and you're raised and conditioned under like their sets of beliefs and conditioning right so growing up you'll always see like oh maybe your friend had like looser parents who didn't have as many rules and yours did so like that is how programming and conditioning works Right. right so whatever you were brought up Um, within your family unit you'll notice that like you have a money story Mm -hmm. you know the way that you view things or you know the way your family talks about politics like all the things right that's the conditioning and programming in my example I grew up in a small town so you know I was really raised and believed so many different things because I was like I was sheltered I was so sheltered when I first moved to Calgary at 18 and I had a mango I was like what the heck's a mango you never heard of a mango I had no idea because it was like apples and oranges and meat and potatoes and we just lived that really simple life and I you know I saw things on TV and all that but I didn't have a lot of um information I like I was like and the, yeah and yeah. the internet wasn't there and all that so all of us have that programming and conditioning and then as we get into like our 20s especially it's like we have that like wild like voice that's like you're fat you're ugly you're not good enough or it's like mm-hmm. oh I got to go party and we just like do the whole like conform we conform to like collective consciousness we just Mm -hmm. do what everybody else is doing it's like oh I need to go get an education and get a degree I need to get married I need to have kids and you just do what you're told like you have no idea and a lot of the times it gets really hard because like there's a story inside of you being like I don't want to get married I remember an old friend she got married um she met her husband at like Christian school and got married at like 18 or 19. And she told me that when she was standing at the altar in her head, she was like, I'll, I'll save us later. Oh, right. But doing what you're told. But that's just, I feel like that's a more common story than we hear. You know what yes. I mean? Cause you are, you were just that sheep just following the herd because you don't want to be the black sheep. Yes. Because what do you do then? And then <laughs> when you are feeling that rumbling inside and you are experiencing, you know, all the things like you're fe- being like, but I don't want to get married, but I don't want to, I want to wear these clothes. I want to do all these things. I want to do all these things, but I don't do it. Then you start having that fight with your, with your ego and your soul, mm-hmm. you know, and then your body and your soul. Like you just have this like huge disconnect. Okay. Because you're like, what the heck? Like, you know, when you're in a shitty relationship, you know, when you're in a job you hate, you know, when you shouldn't be doing things like how many of us have been like, 
oh, I just did that because my mom wanted me to. Like, no, or oh. like, or I just need to make a quick buck. Like, I'm yes. just going to do what I need to do. Or have, I hate that. I'm going to do what I need to do. Yes. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, I got to go home. They're family. I have to go put myself in those circumstances and all those things. Okay. Then one day you have what the committee just said, the light goes on in the furnace, whatever that is. Usually that's pain. Usually that's enough of your own shit. Like something triggers in you. Mm -hmm. In our examples, it was breakups that caused that light to go on and just life being so hard. You know, a lot of people right now with the virus, they're getting that light turned on. Right. Because they're like, oh my goodness. Well, it's the the physical manifestation of the pain, basically. Yeah. And all the external can't, can't feed them anymore right right? so when that light goes on you become conscious and you have what we would call an awakening it doesn't it it happens in the sense of an instance where it turns on it turns on but then it's this gradual progression like carly said where the external hasn't changed but the internal it's an understanding too so when you have your awakening like, for example, me, I I technically had my light turned on in, I would probably say about October 2015. Mm-hmm. But when I actually became conscious and aware of who I am as a living portal and all those things, that was 2016. And then I would say I didn't even know what a freaking ego was till about 2018. Right. Because the language had to develop. It was steps. I had to process everything. And I never had a mentor or teacher that could like speak to me the way that perhaps I speak to everyone. Right. Right. So all in these steps, you will notice where you are right now. So are you in the light turning on? Mm-hmm. Are, has your light already turned on? Yeah. Are you in the conscious awakening? And some of you are in the ascension. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you begin to be in the awakening consciousness is you become conscious of your ego. That's what awakening is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what is your ego? Your ego is that voice in your head that provides a narrative that you don't need. It literally narrates every single piece of your life. Yeah. It's nuts. Like you look at a blue wall and they're like, that's a blue wall. And you're like, thanks tips. I know my eyes showed me that, but your ego is telling you that's a blue wall. (laughs) Okay. And ego feeds off of fear yes. and it feeds out of doubt and it feeds off of ju- judgment. And then it has almost like little tentacles they're showing me that goes and feeds off your inner child and your core wounds. Oh, it's just a buffet. So it's a buffet. <laughs> the ego is a buffet. And the ego's sole job is to keep you in what we would term density consciousness. Yes. Okay. So density consciousness is the collective consciousness that basically you're human to live and die and that it's me focused. And that consciousness is what you're told. Like that's like the, if you want to, well, it's programming. It's the program that's installed when you are born. If you don't do the work, it's like the, the autopilot. It's there just to like get you through until something more takes over. Yes. And some people never have an awakening in this life and just wash, rinse, repeat. And Honestly, people are waking. I, I'm working with 16, 15, 13 year olds. Like they're having their awakening. I feel like they're now. our favorite clients too because they're just so like open to it because they haven't yeah, had they, the programming they, in the and life. they're clicked on and you're yeah. like, oh my gosh. I know like, every I'm, session, Coco's like, if I was at, at their age, if I did this work. Oh God, it's wild. <laughs> so what happens is you become conscious of 
that narrative. And the hard part then is it's everyday work, every second work. It's every it's, second. It, it's literally every second. And that's what people don't want to do. So they get comfortable. So people get a little bit taste of, you know, being awakened and like seeing things with a different lens. And I was just saying to Carly, I was very much there where it's like, I knew right from 2016 on that I had these gifts and people were coming to me to access things and do their work, but I had no idea what I was doing or what I was supposed to be doing, but it was my time to kind of like practice and learn. And I remember my old mentors in 2018, like called me a spiritual ego and how I was like affecting people with my words and not doing it properly and all these things and hurting people. And I was going through like, that was the dismantle of my skyscraper started in 2018. And I remember thinking like, I'm only doing this from pure intent and all the things. And I really like struggled. Like, am I not supposed to be, you know, going through these things and helping people and like accessing energy. But it's interesting that my committee at that time always enforced that I did everything for free. Mm -hmm. And I see now why, because it was my playground to use whoever wanted to come to me for readings, whether it be a, a person that was alive or other energy about their life, for me to really understand who I was and access that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in those years, I... It's kind of like an internship. Yeah, you don't get paid. it was an internship. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah. So in those years, I did not um, misinterpret the energy that came through. What I did do was I filtered mm -hmm. because I was so scared to repeat or let that energy actually say what it needed to say to everybody so my human self would stop it so your ego wouldn't be uncomfortable yeah. so my ego wouldn't be uncomfortable so the ego in this whole realm of everything tries to get in the way with everything yeah. so there's a lot of you that um, have been on your awakening and do say mentor coach do readings uh you know, you're the best, I don't know, fitness coach, you're the best hairdresser, you do all that and you understand your connection, right? You're, yeah. you're, you're kind of playing around with that. But what tends to happen is you're doing it from the lens of your ego and your wounds. Right. Cause that's what we were talking about before with the cup or the skyscraper. It's like, you're just piling all this new information that you have or the new perspective that you have on top yes. of the old. And you're not actually cleaning that out as you're piling on top. Yeah. So then what happens is you just search and you search forever almost like, I don't want to say well, forever. Because what but... happens is this, those things, the spirit, like the new language the spirituality that you're piling on top of your ego and your old programming, it's going to continuously be like, question because underneath is bubbling and it's going to keep bubbling trying to move the those yes, new stuff because, out because bubbling in your skyscraper and what's bubbling um underneath is still the the ego yeah and is still and the, wounds. and the wounds and until you energetically shift that that rules you that's the base of the skyscraper that's almost like um you're right. I should take it back. You can't clean out the inside. You have to literally demolish a skyscraper yeah. and build new. Well, if you want to get on the whole like virus infection thing right now, it's literally like having a cut that's infected and you putting a bandaid over it. Mm -hmm. That cut will still be there and still be infected until you take the bandaid off, clean out the cut. Yes. And readdress it. Yes. Yeah. 
And so that's what happens with like the whole awakening process. And honestly, it's not right and it's not wrong. We all go through it. I went through it. And that can be part of your journey that you have to go through. hundred percent. Like that's the And there's point. like, we have a, we have a new girl that we just um, took on and I had actually worked with her briefly in 2018, done a few readings for her, but she had to circle all the way by herself, go yeah. through other things and other avenues to honestly circle back to me and then be like, I'm so fucking sick of my shit and ha be ready to have those aha moments mm -hmm. and really feel her energy and almost take a step back from everything that she has built Yeah, and be like, I don't even, I don't even want to do that because when you, when you take a step back and you don't live in that, like, I got to produce, I got to produce, I got to produce, which is ego, then you will be provided for because mm -hmm. Carly and I are living examples of that. Oh gosh. Yes. Right. So ego wants to be validated ego wants to be seen and ego lives from fear doubt and judgment in every aspect of your life and i'm so proud of like so many of you because i we get excuse me we get messages and emails and it's like you know i'm aware of my ego in this like when you can speak in that language and really really look at your ego you're transforming your life mm -hmm. and lots of people don't want to and that's okay and that's where you're at in the journey and we've all been there it's part of the process and it's really interesting too because when you start uh, dismantling your ego uh and especially when you you feel that stir that light you're gonna dabble into things you're gonna dabble into you know the tarot cards perhaps or you're gonna come to nights with coco you're gonna do all these things to try and like peek over the veil. You want to see what fits. Yeah. Yeah. And you also have this veil that you've been wearing. Okay. So the skyscraper, like imagine it's been covered in like almost like um, a cloak. Yeah. Right? Like those tarps, those construction like tarps. Yeah, construction tarps. Yeah. So you don't fully want to take that off. You just want to peek. You just want to like look and be you like. You want to see how things are going over there. Yeah. You're not ready to fully commit yet. Though. No. And that's a lot of where you will be in your journey. And Carly and I are in what we call an activation season where we're really here to help you recognize and remember that first of all, you have that light mm -hmm. and then it, it's going to go and you're going to really, really remember that there's so much more, but it starts with the light being turned on and then the recognition of your ego. Yeah. And then you start to really realize like, oh my God, there's so much more. And I've been doing a lot of higher selves for people lately and stuff. And it's just like wild. I love higher self. Oh like, my God. So, because that's your energy. That's the yeah, pureness of your that's energy. You. And so that rumbling that you've been hearing in your, um, in your heart and feeling in your body and all that, that's your highest self being like, come on, come on, like wake up, wake up. And that just, honestly, that is energy. It cannot be taught. And we like going back to another client that we had last week, like I activated her hands and um, she was like, oh my gosh, like what have I been doing to feel myself like this? Mm -hmm. Like no amount of language can do this. No. And the purpose of all of this is so that you can be in full authentic alignment with who you came here to be. And if you're a hairdresser, you just need to feel your energy of yourself mm -hmm. so that you can, can be the best hairdresser. Like that's what people need to understand is it's, you don't necessarily, you're not going to necessarily become me. No, like you don't go down this journey and all of a sudden you're like, 
you don't have a job and you're homeless. Yeah. <laughs> We're just trying to elevate you to the highest potential of you, whatever your situation is. That's yes. all it is. And for some people, yes, it means maybe you're not in the right occupation, but there's some, most of our clients are. Mm-hmm. And it's just now let's elevate you in what you're doing to be that highest version of you. Because then that light radiates out to everybody else and that shit is felt and when you're not controlled by your ego and your wounds it is like a wild state of being you like literally you're not invincible but you just feel so assertive in in all of your decisions well it, it, it almost is that you are an invincible because it's like you're walking around in a world that is totally we see it's how like, fragile it is well it's almost like a movie where like you're walking around in a world and you're like you guys are like on the wrong game here <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean it's like it's like you came in and you're like they're super like mario around. world and they're zelda they're, and you're just like or they're like where's the door where's the door and you're like you guys it's right here and they're like no 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 where's the door and you're like it's open. It's right here. And they're like, no, no, no. And they run past you. And you're yeah. like, guys, it's right here. Yeah. And the Walk door through and it. the door is you. And it is all this external like bubbling out that you have to do. And it just, it really, really, really begins with understanding who you are at an energetic level. And it was like the post that I did on Instagram, you know, the other day, like, oh my God, I'm an empath. Like how many, how much did that change our lives when we realized mm-hmm. that language? Yeah. I was like, what? Like, wait, what? Like, it took me like probably a good month to really be like, (laughs) what do you mean? Yeah. Because again, it goes back to being told your whole entire life. So So, you're just overly sensitive. Yeah. But now you're like. All the things. Like, my mom used to always say I was big boned. So like that was oh, like, bless my mom. She's so She's, cute. And she but was that, probably trying to be so sweet. But that was my story of right. like I was always, you know, bigger than the rest of the girls in my class. And my right. mom would be like, You're just big boned. Like that actually oh, makes me want to cry right now. I know. Because that was her language to try and help me. It's soothing her to, oh. to soothe her ego and, and, and mine as well. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And how many stories have we clung to with our ego? You guys, I've talked about it. I've reversed my low thyroid of 20 years Mm -hmm. because I stopped attaching myself to that story and even the other day when you're talking to me about your sister eating the oh the celiac celiac, I was gonna write back being like she needs to detach herself from that story yes because once she starts detaching herself because we also know with the work she's been doing with me that she's reversing that yes but the only way she's really gonna fully reverse that is she stops attaching herself to that story yes because if you know and, and you don't and you don't predict the outcome, right? Yeah. So like that's that I feel like is something really big in that specific situation is I understand yes you get very sick but at the same time it's like how much of that is mental. Right? You know what I mean? Well, it's like, attached to the story. Yes. It's an energy. It's yes. an energy. Like if right now if I hold out my hand and shake your hand, we're transferring energy. Yes. You know, when I wrote the empath post last week and I said it's 10 feet out, people are like, "What? Wait?" I'm like, yeah, think about all that comes into your energy field, all the people that you've had sex with, like all that random sex that you had or whatever. That's an exchange of energy that yeah. that that lives within you. And that's what we've never remembered up until this point of now that everything is energy. Mm-hmm. So for me to reverse my thyroid, that was me getting out of my ego stories. Yeah. And me reversing myself out of the victim consciousness. Mm-hmm. And that is also part of the skyscraper is when you stand in that uh, skyscraper in an ego skyscraper, yeah, uh, you live in a victim state. Right. Because ego is victim. Okay. So ego is in, in density consciousness. Ego is victim. It's everybody else's fault. There's not enough. All the things. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And everybody, Scott said a great quote to me, like when you are happy internally and you've actually done the work inside and you shift your life, you want other people to be happy. Yeah. When you, it's like the reverse of partners in pain. Yes. Yeah. Because we were just talking about my old life and um, I'm aware of somebody who um, in the fashion industry who had told me years ago in person that they were going to personally ruin me. And then they now are going through some struggles in their business because of COVID and with the fashion. But last year they gossiped about me to everybody and was like so happy that I was quote unquote in pain and I'm a horrible business person and I'm horrible and I'm this and they could have done it a million times better. But now here they are in the same situation I am, but they're an amazing business person because it's COVID. It's that an caused, external right? cause. Yep. So they're unhappy. That's an unhappy person. They're spiraling right now because they're unhappy. Mm-hmm. And they want other people to be unhappy because they're unhappy externally. So if someone like me who externally had a lot of success and say a lot of talent, if that's how you see me, um, quote unquote, failed, then that makes them feel great. Mm -hmm. Because then that means that they're better. They're this, they're that. That's ego. Mm -hmm. Do you guys understand? (laughs) So there's so many examples of ego in our life where, you know, people will... And, and I was the same way. It was like, I constantly looked for validation. I had that self-worth wound that, and that ego. So it was like, you know, I would justify when I like wrote emails to people or said everything. And like, it, it was wild. I'd always be like, well, you know, so X, Y, and like, you're always justifying. You're always. And they're always external justifications as well. Right. Whereas where you, when you move from your ego into your heart center, which is from 3d energy to five, you become in a state of being and you just don't care. It's, it's so wild. So that's the, the, the next portion and that's ascension. And ascension is when you move into a state of being and you move from the density consciousness, you move into the fourth dimension, and then you move into the fifth and up all the way up into the 12th. Most people stay in the fourth dimension. So they're in between density consciousness and they're in between 5D, which is heart center. And they kind of sit in that. And also that area is called spiritual activism, Mm -hmm. right? So when you move past that, because the only way out of all this, out of your is own, through. <laughs> yeah, is through, is then you move into heart center. And in heart center, it is creation energy. It is a state of being. You don't do anything out of fear, doubt. Um, you're aware of your ego. It's an ongoing thing. It's not a destination, but it is a, how do the guides always say it? It's like, it's a shift. Because mm-hmm. they always say that to us. It's not like all of a sudden, you know, you got the flag and you're at your destination. It's a pivot. That's what they say. It's mm-hmm. a pivot. Mm-hmm. And you move to a whole other state of being. So when you're in your ascension, honestly, your life has been burnt down. I haven't met anybody yet that that is in ascension. And I know a few people in our community that are in ascension. And when I hear just briefly some of their stories, it's like, oh, yeah. I was in a marriage and I blew that up and I've been single now for three years mm-hmm. and I've been doing this and this and this. And you can see their, right. like, I, their energy. I'm on my ascension, mm-hmm. you know, and people that we, there's so many people and you and I, mm-hmm. we blew up our lives. Like mm-hmm. I moved into ascension last January and I hadn't even blew up my, my life yet. So 
now looking back, it's like I was in such denial. <laughs> I was. I was in such denial because you don't you don't want to admit it, but honestly, when you just surrender, your soul will always lead the way. So there. So to break that down again, you are asleep. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you're sleepy at the wheel, you have like no idea, you're not listening to this podcast, (laughs) you're arguing about this podcast, like all the things, you're in victim consciousness, everybody else is to blame, you're in strife, struggle, all that stuff. That's density consciousness, competition, there's not enough. Something happens that causes that light, yeah, Yeah, that flame, okay? That is when we would call an awakening or the beginning of consciousness, to remember that you are more than what the committee said. Um, it just came to me about the mirror, mm-hmm. looking in the mirror. Yeah. And You're more than just the reflection of what you see. Exactly. So then, then you begin that awakening consciousness journey. And like I just broke down, a lot of you kind of stay, and we all do, so I shouldn't mm-hmm. say a lot of you, everybody does on their journey, mm-hmm. stays in that for a very, very long time. Yeah. Where they stay. Well, it's, it's really interesting because it's almost like a, a cycle. So you're going to like sit in your shit for so long until you have your awakening. And then you kind of sit in your shit in the four, fourth dimension of like the spiritual activism until you can't take that anymore. And then you and level then, up. And then you level up. Yeah. You do. You spiral out. Yeah. And some people will spend their whole entire life in that 4D spiritual activism. Because also they get, what also really happens is they are like, well, I've been doing tarot, I've been doing this, and they don't outgrow that, mm-hmm. right? And tarot and reiki and all that, wonderful. It serves its purpose, but it's not the new energy. Mm-hmm. You are so much more than the box that those things define you to. Yeah, well, I would even compare it to like writing, I don't know if this is a good example, but like writing a letter to email. You know yes. what I mean? Like the intention is still the same behind 100%. it, but like let's use the new technology here. Well, and like, and those other things can be like the lost art of, and you can enjoy it, but I, but to really grow, you need to tap into the new energy. And yeah. The new because technology. you have that energy in you. Like yesterday I did this higher self for a girl and they gave her this like phenomenal label. And I was like, wow. And that was like a label that nobody probably alive on earth has, Yeah. but that's her own individual energy that she's going to birth out if she births that out and really flourishes. And then they had said, people are going to come to you mm-hmm. because they're going to have that same label and that same energy inside of them. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to like, I mean, she can, you can brand it if you want, like Reiki, yeah. but it doesn't serve a purpose. Yeah, You're there to help them birth that out too, mm-hmm. because we're all here to just live at our highest essence of ourselves. Like what a world that would be. Mm-hmm. So when you're in that awakening consciousness stage, a lot of us stay there for a very long time. So me as a prime example, I stayed there for three years. Mm-hmm. Like technically, I mean, I, the flame went on 2015 Um, I was aware of the flame May of 2016. And then honestly, I wouldn't say that I even got out of that until last January, February, Mm -hmm. maybe even March. Right. So then from like March to now, so one year, my ascension has been like, I would say like a hundred years happened in one year of like knowledge and language and breakthroughs and all that. But that's because I made the sacrifice and I made the steadfast commitment that nothing else mattered but this. Because I knew, and I still know, because I'm still going through it and I'll still do it on my whole other levels that I'm going on, that 
there's a better way to live. There's a better state of being. Mm -hmm. And like Carly gets the compliments all the time. Like you glow. Mm -hmm. And that's not from the external. My self tanner. Yeah. (laughs) And your hoops. (laughs) And my hoops, my hoop earrings. No, but because it's felt. It's right. Like I'm presenting myself differently. I may be wearing the same clothes and look the same, but I feel different to people. And that's what they notice. It's like when someone looks at you, they're like, did you get your hair done? And you're like, nope. Nope, I did. Yeah, have you been losing weight? You're like, no, it's actually energy. Yeah. Right? So this is the new format. Um, Hopefully this resonates. (laughs) It will. We wouldn't have been told to do (laughs) it if it doesn't. (laughs) Um, I just felt like really strongly when I was talking with Carly before I went into the channel that even though Carly and I's knowledge is quite elaborate and in-depth, that the bulk of our community is in the activation, like learning stages of their light. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to take it back to the beginning in some sense to really let you percolate and listen and understand where you are exactly in your um, spiritual pyramid of awakening Mm -hmm. and realizing that there is so much garbage going around and you will always resonate too at the level of consciousness that you're at. Mm -hmm. So for me to say garbage that I should probably rephrase that because it it, it might not be garbage to you right now. Mm -hmm. Right. And it never is garbage. If it, if it's helps you on your journey, it's just, it's garbage to me when it's coming from the wrong intent. Yeah. Because what's happening is people are selling spiritualism to you. They're selling the fear to you. They're selling the save, the save me. Um, and you should never, ever have to sell that. Mm-hmm. It's a state of being. If you have to sell that and your body feels weird, it's, it's wrong. If you're, if you're signing up for someone's course, if you're doing some sort of session to be saved or to be validated externally, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. It is. Because you sh- you can you you are able to birth this out from the inside, and nobody will be able to do that for you. Correct. Yep. So thank you for letting me channel the committee, and you know any feedback is great. We love hearing, and you know maybe if Carly lets me, she's the boss. <laughs> she's the protector of the egg. <laughs> maybe if people have questions, I would even do. Q&A channels. We'll see about yeah, that. See, she's not letting me. She's not letting me. She's not letting me. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. Anyways, enjoy your week and really, really look and see where you are at the spiritual awakening. And then... And be honest about it. Like, there's like it's wherever you are at is exactly where you need to be. Yes. And the only way you're going to, you know, move up is to be honest of where you're at. And it's all good. Yes. And then, like I always say... Find the mentors and the things that will help you remember, not save you, not give you the external validation, not give you the piece of paper, not all the things. Find the things that are going to help that little light turn into a massive roaring flame. And that is what you need to do. And if that's us, you know how to contact us. If it's somebody else, great, go and do it because this is the energy This is the time and this is when you need to really, really, really ignite that flame and burn down your old life. Mm -hmm. 
and I know I can feel it right now. Many of you are like, oh my God, no, I don't want to let go of this and this and this. That's hard. That's hard. And it's okay. But honestly, eventually one day you just, you are, it's just yeah. the things that, that don't align with you are going to go so that you can live your absolute best life. 